What's up, everyone, and welcome back to ADHD Unplugged, A Day in the Life, episode number three. And before we even get started today, again, I just want to say thank you to all those out there listening, supporting, asking me questions, and sending me some comments. I really appreciate that. All it does is help the podcast get better and lets me know what I could do to make it better for you. So thanks for tuning in. If you want to support the channel, I got the link down below in the description. And uh, let's get it rolling. At the end of last week's episode, I brought up a little point of what I wanted to talk about that I heard something that ADHD is not a disease. It's a, it's a coping mechanism from your childhood. And that's and that's what I want to talk about a little bit today. Again, again, I heard this on the Joe Rogan experience from Dr. Gabor Matei. And I'm going to go ahead and quote some of the things he says in a quick summary. I don't want to say everything and get in trouble by plagiarizing what he said for my podcast. So I just want to give a quick summary about what he said and kind of just give my thoughts from there. If this is a subject you're interested in, I highly recommend you going and checking out Joe Rogan's podcast with Dr. Gabor. He talks highly in depth about this coping mechanism and anxiety from an early childhood and kind of the causes of it. And yeah, it just it, it taught me a lot and it gave me a lot to think about. And to be totally honest with you for this episode, besides the summary that I wrote from Dr. Gabor, I really didn't set up a whole show notes page for this episode. I'm going to just be kind of winging it off the top of my head. Well, enough of all the BS. Let's get right to it. So in Joe Rogan's podcast, Dr. Gabor challenges the conventional view of ADHD as a disease. He argues that it's not only an inherited illness, but rather a coping mechanism that develops in response to childhood stress and a lack of emotional support. He also suggests that tuning out, a common symptom of ADHD, is a survival strategy learned during early years of distress when proper emotional attunement and support were lacking. They emphasize the impact of environment, particularly relationships with parents, on brain development and the formation of coping mechanisms. He also criticizes the medical approach that often relies on medication without addressing underlying environmental factors contributing to ADHD symptoms. The perspective presented here suggests that redefining ADHD as a response to environment, particularly early emotional experiences, could lead to more holistic approaches to treatment and support. Again, these are not my words. These, this is just a summary that I wrote up from the Joe Rogan podcast that I watched. And after watching the, this podcast and listening to everything he had to say, I had two main things that came, that popped up in my head. One of those things were the history of ADHD. And the other one was the correlation 
that I've seen between everybody else that I've met and talked to with ADHD. So what I meant really about the history of ADHD, and I'm not going to bore you with the exact history and dates of ADHD, but I kind of talked about a little bit in past episodes on how back in the early 2000s, if you got diagnosed with ADHD, it was just because you were hyper. They had no clue what it was, that it was a brain development disorder per se, um, they, they really didn't have much knowledge on this issue. It was just, if you were hyper, you were prescribed medication and you were said to have ADHD. What I've noticed through the years is that really go back and forth as they do more research on it and they find out more about it and they talk to more people. I've seen it go back and forth from being a disease to being genetic to now a coping mechanism and it just seems like it always changes and and we might not ever get a real answer on what ADHD is and how it comes to be within us or why our brain is wired differently and the second one being the correlation between people with ADHD is No matter who I've talked to with ADHD, we all seem to have the same, I don't want to say troubled past or trauma past, because I don't think that's the right word. Sometimes it's not as serious as some people could be. But what I've noticed is we all somewhat had the same parenting styles. We were all taught the same way our parents all acted the same way and that is definitely one thing I've noticed through everybody I've talked to that maybe their parents weren't around enough they didn't show their they didn't show them enough attention or love or comfort they didn't teach them enough about daily skills in life and more about what you need to do and how you need to think Right now, 2023 is a totally different time than when I grew up back in the early 90s. The, the, you know, the parents back then and that generation, my parents are just totally different. They think totally different than I do. And, and that's just how we were brought up. And that's how they were brought up. And, the, and they don't know any better. And the perfect example of this is my father who has no comprehension of mental health or I would have to say emotion. I know he has emotion, but in his day, men didn't show emotion. They, they weren't allowed to. They weren't supposed to. They were supposed to be the stronghold of the household, and that was it. You put your feelings to the side, and you go to work every day, and, and that's what I was taught. But I remember a couple years ago after getting some confidence in myself through one point in time and wanting to talk to him about some of the things I dealt with because he did not understand and after talking to him and kind of discussing with him the past and childhood and how he handled it his answer was I I did the best I could with what I had and to me that was the typical blue collar work father answer 
I I couldn't think of anything more out of a book than what he said. And from that point, I kind of just realized that there's going to be a lot of people that don't understand. There's going to be a lot of people that don't want to listen and just have their own thoughts about it and their own ways to handle it. I've always felt like ADHD kind of has a bad a bad name, a bad a bad rep to it because so many people who struggle just say, "Oh, I have ADHD and I can't focus." And and that's true. I feel like there is a whole generation out there that has ADHD and no one really knows why. But going back to what Dr. Gabor said about the coping mechanism, it it really made me think, really made me think back to my early childhood. And, and I think, I think this has a lot of fact to it because my parents were, again, not, not crazy strict with me, but to me, nothing was ever good enough that I did for them. I was never told good job or anything like that. And, and you shouldn't have to, I'm not, I'm not here for a participation medal. We didn't have those back in the nineties. If you lost, you lost, get over it. But when everything you do isn't good enough to your parents and just say they gave me a task to do and I did that task, it it was never good enough. There was always something that I could do better at that. So for me, I never gained any confidence. I never had the confidence within myself because I always thought that whatever I was going to do was going to be wrong. And I'm definitely not here to bash on my parents or anything like that. I love them. They mean the world to me. But I do think that the way you parent your children has, a, of course, has a lot to do with how they're going to develop. I mean, the way they, they watch and listen to everything you say. So if you have stress they're going to have stress and they're going to learn how to cope with that and deal with that. And that's exactly what I did when I was a kid. I learned how to tune it out, just as he says. And I learned just how to go about it a different way. If you tune it out, say you don't care, whatever, then then that's how it's always going to be. And that's how it's always been for me. I've always kind of had two sides to where I care so much that I'll drive myself crazy but I have to tell myself that I don't care so I don't drive myself crazy because I will constantly critique myself even though I will never be able to get it perfect. And that's something that I've had to deal with for, for my entire life. I don't think it'll ever change until I learn how to change my perspective on life. And I realize now into my older years that I'm constantly seeking approval because of this. I'm constantly seeking approval from my kids, my wife, customers, any way that I could get that feeling that I've done a good job, that I am enough. I've become a total people pleaser and for many years have forgot about myself to fill this void of approval. 
And after years of people pleasing, you you just you can't do it anymore. You you drive yourself crazy and you really think, okay, I have to tell these people to 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 really to fuck off. I need to focus on myself. I need to get myself in order because if I'm not in order, then nothing will be in order. And if I don't have internal confidence and internal happiness within myself, then I'm never going to just go out there and find that from someone else. No one else could give that to me but me. The other thing that Dr. Gabor brings up is the use of medication instead of other ways to get through ADHD with emotion and empathy and really listening to what your child or even someone you might be helping out in your adult years get through. And really that's the first thing they do when when a child gets diagnosed with ADHD. The first thing the doctor does is he wants to prescribe a medication. Usually an SSRI that's going to Increase the dopamine in the brain so it stays stimulated enough for you to be be happy. Essentially, that that's that's exactly what it's gonna do for you. And that's not really. And again, that's that's a coping mechanism just in itself. Taking medicine to cope with an issue instead of just dealing with the issue itself. And sometimes that issue isn't easy just to deal with. That's, uh, I mean, ADHD isn't just something you could zone out every day if you wanted to. But as Dr. Gabor says, you can use tuning out as a mechanism for ADHD. Which essentially is not turning off your ADHD, but tuning out of reality so you do not have to deal with the ADHD or deal with the overwhelming thoughts or the overwhelming pressure that we feel. So really the main point of this episode was really just to inform you that ADHD could come in all different ways. It can be inherited. It can be a disease. It could be a coping mechanism. It could, it could be a lot of things. But what we do know is that we do suffer from ADHD, whether it, whether it be from any of those things. And if you do have children and they are crazy hyper and you think they suffer with ADHD, yes, please go see a doctor. Hear what he has to say, but be, just be weary of, of any medication, especially at a young age. Any kid put on any kind of dopamine receptor before the age of 18, I would say, is a no-go. Your brain is still in full development until then, and even past then. But at that early age, for you to start introducing dopamine into your brain because your brain needs to stay stimulated, I think is just a... It's just, it's just a bad thing for you. It just it shouldn't be that way. I think parents need to look into other ways to keep their kids busy. Whether it be with sports and really just anything. F- 
finding them a hobby that they're interested in. And I'm definitely not trying to tell you how to raise your kids. I'm personally just telling you this from experience, from being put on Adderall at a very young age, and from what I feel changing my life not for the better. I always felt like if I wasn't put on Adderall, I would still be, I'd be a totally different person right now. I don't think I would be so closed off. I think I'd be very social and very open and willing to try new things. And I, and I am willing to try new things, but I think of 20 good and 50 bad scenarios about that thing and I make my decision from there instead of seeing just the positives and going for it and working towards a goal. But with wrapping this up, again, I'm really glad I found this podcast. And if you're interested in it, again, I really hope you go check it out. It's on the Joe Rogan Experience with Dr. Gabor. And and again, I'm, re- I'm really happy I got to hear his perspective on it because... From being a parent with three kids, it really made me think about how I parent and kind of just double checking myself to make sure that I am there for them and I'm always giving them what they need and and not by spoiling them over the top of what they need, but making sure they know that I will always be there for them and there will always be somebody there that they could talk to if they need help. And this leads us right into next week's episode. I want to talk about not only parenting children with ADHD, but being a parent with ADHD. Because being a parent with ADHD is really hard. You're really, really hard on yourself. Again, you're always critiquing if you're doing the right thing. And this plays a big, big, big part on your mental health as a parent. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I had fun chatting with you. Again, I know it was a little sporadic and all over the place, being that I didn't have any notes written down, but this is just off the top of my head from someone who has ADHD, and that's how it goes. So, I hope to see you next time. Thanks for supporting the channel. If you want to subscribe and support to the channel, the link is down below in the description. And I hope you all have a good night. Peace. One love.